Hello, friends. Cool face here. Woo! December 4th, 2020. 12.22 a.m. Texas time. Whatever the fuck that means. Central time. Suspension of disbelief. Episode 10. Um, Trying, guys, you know. Trying to put content out there. That is the goal. 2021 content creator cool face extraordinaire i don't know but yes i am fucking excited that's why i'm on here that's why i'm talking to the internet to the wonderful people that listen to me i see y'all yeah other countries other than the united states germany somebody from guatemala I appreciate each and every one of you souls, you fine people, listening to me talk about fiction, wonderful things, fantastic environments, other worlds that we dream about daily. But I'm excited because we were just talking about yesterday how... HBO announced that they were going to release Wonder Woman day and date with their domestic premiere of Wonder Woman in theaters. Now, they said that they're going to release their entire, entire 2021 slate as Wonder Woman, the way they're doing Wonder Woman. Exciting stuff. They have announced that their entire 2021 slate will be debuting on HBO Max as well as releasing in theaters, mirroring their strategy with Wonder Woman 1984, including Dune, Matrix 4, Suicide Squad, LeBron James, Space Jam, The Next Generation, or whatever it's called, Legacy, Godzilla versus Kong, we were talking about Godzilla versus Kong, if you listen to my episode 9, and I was theorizing on if HBO does get the foot traffic that they're expecting from having Wonder Woman debut on their streaming service they need to keep it up they need something to drive people to renew month to month and this is going to do that hbo said fuck you netflix i don't give a fuck how much money you put in on your content they said fuck you disney you're an empire but we're gonna be the fucking United States fighting against Great Britain. We're the little fucking engines that can. We have the content. We have the resources. Now they have a plan of action. Wonder Brothers, Wonder Media, HBO Max. They're doing it for me. This is amazing. All in all, it's about 17 blockbuster big budget 
huge movies. Fucking Tom and Jerry. Mortal Kombat is going to be amazing. We've been talking about Mortal Kombat, I'm sure, for at least two years now. It's a low-budget arm-weighted movie. And I talked about it again with King Kong. The Conjuring 3, James Wong Returns, I believe. The Suicide Squad, James Gunn. Oh, my God. I talked about Suicide Squad months ago during DC Fandom. It looks spectacular, to say the least. It gets me fucking excited to know that Suicide Squad, It's I think it's going to be coming out as March, possibly August, sometime around then. They want to capitalize on that end of the summer type shit, you know, if this was a normal circumstances where we weren't going through a global pandemic we'd be going into theaters i live in texas so you know they don't give a fuck in texas about the pandemic motherfuckers be walking into the grocery store without a mask it's like you ugly bitch don't be like that like don't be selfish what the fuck's wrong with you go wear a mask you fucking ah people this dude was walking around without a mask just oh my god It angers me because I wear a mask. You know, be safe, guys. Wash your hands. Wear hand sanitizer. Don't fucking touch your face. All that good stuff. But we are going through a global pandemic. And Warner Brothers knows that. And they know that we're at home. They know that we want to spend our money. So all the more reason, guys, to get HBO Max. Man, I need to fucking write a letter to HBO Max and tell them how much I'm marketing their shit for free. But it really is a great service. I'm, I'm personally, right now, um, <laughs> they have Friday After Next. Amazing Christmas movie. Amazing. Ice Cube. Mike Epps. Fucking, oh, my God. Uh, Friday After Next is a great movie. It's not just a stoner movie. You know, they smoke, uh, they don't smoke, they, they, Day Day and Craig share one joint in it. So it's not that bad of a stoner movie. It is all in all a great family movie and a comedy. Mike Epps, ah, classic comedian. Ice Cube, classic straight man. It's amazing. HBO Max has gems like that. What else did I watch on it the other day? I fucking watched... uh, No. I watched Dead Presidents the other day on Hulu. Hulu has some gems in there. Hulu, um, I have them all. Let me count them down. I have Hulu, Prime. Um, Hulu is my sister's. Prime is my brother's. Uh, Disney Plus is my brother's. HBO Max is mine. I pay for HBO Max. I find HBO Max the most bang for your buck. I just got, oh my God. Euphoria is coming back. Uh, Zendaya, fucking... Our new Mary Jane, Euphoria. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give my thoughts on. It's it's supposed to be like an interlude to season two. It's not necessarily season two, but it's a special episode, and then we're gonna get season two. It's premiering tomorrow, I believe. 
Zendaya's back. Euphoria. Oh, season one was great. HBO Max is doing everything right right now for the consumer. It's a win-win. We get movies in our living room every two to three months. I need to look up the fucking dates for all these 17 movies. It's uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, Wonder Woman. Oh, well, Wonder Woman's coming at us soon. Space Jam, New Legacy. Fucking Suicide Squad, Dune, Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. That sounds pretty sinister. That sounds pretty fucking evil. The Devil Made Me Do It. The Devil Made Me Do It. Matrix 4, Keanu Reeves. We know that they wrapped that up a while back. Fucking Judas and the Black Militia. That looked amazing. I saw that preview a while back. In the Heights, in the musical. Those Who Wish Me Dead, Tom and Jerry. It's going to be amazing. I need to get a bigger TV if I'm going to be watching all this premium content. Wonder Woman is going to be great. I also was watching Hot Ones, Daniel Radcliffe. It was pretty entertaining. They were asking him about how much or what weird things he had to do with food on the Harry Potter set. And he didn't really have a weird answer, but he said for some of the movies, the breakfast scenes, they would have a good five-day shoot on the same scene, and it would be real food on the table. So the thought of that real food on those Harry Potter tables where they had the giant feast, it always looked so fucking good when I was little. They had so much shit, and Ron was always pigging out, and Hermione was always telling him to stop and shit like that. So to know it, it was real food, and Daniel Radcliffe, as whatever, like a 12-year-old, was sitting there eating real bacon, sausage, eggs, and beans. is fucking heartwarming, to say the least. Harry Potter franchise, it's on HBO Max. Amazing. Amazing. Me and my girl, we have watched it from front to back probably a good three four times throughout our relationship we've been together a good five years six years it's going on six oh my god yeah i need to marry this woman she's smarter than me honestly but she does like harry potter so she's a little bit into the fiction fantasy shit and she enjoys a good comic book movie once, but not twice. She doesn't want to watch that shit more than two, three times. You know, she's kind of sick of in-game, even though I put, keep putting it on. But she does like Harry Potter. She even likes the new Fantastic Beasts series. Now, we've been getting a lot of fucking drama behind the scenes on this new Fantastic Beasts movie. The third installment, I think... Uh, I don't know what the fuck it's going to be called. The Crimes of Grimdewald or some shit like that. But Johnny Depp is out. Warner Brothers has asked him to leave politely. 
he is off the set because of the allegation. Well, not the allegations. Okay. Long story short, if you don't know, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, the woman that plays Armira in Aquaman. Yes, Aquaman, the billion dollar movie. A lot of people fucking forget that Aquaman made a billion dollars. Jason Momoa, Amber Heard led that movie. Her, Amber Heard, in real life is married to the real life Johnny Depp. And they had a lot of trouble in their marriage, to say the least. There was a lot of stuff happening where they were manipulating each other. They were abusing each other. Um, Johnny Depp's a drunk, apparently. You know, who would have thought Johnny Depp would be a drunk? Amber Heard is a manipulative, manipulative person. And she formed all this shit and had the media attacking Johnny Depp because we thought that it was him abusing her, but it was a lot of both of them. They were both to blame, and it was just an ugly situation. And Johnny Depp actually sued the media outlets that were slandering his name. And, you know, he put in a lawsuit for defamation of character, saying that the stuff that they were publishing was untrue and they didn't have factual evidence to back up their claims. And he ultimately lost that billion dollar lawsuit or however much of money it was. So Wonder Brothers takes notice of this because this is all in the headlines. And they told him, hey, you know, this is a family movie. We're trying to get little kids and families to watch this and your name isn't really good right now but you know this being the franchise that still has ezra miller on there and ezra miller was choking out a fucking woman at a bar someplace uh, a couple months ago caught on tape caught on camera there's witnesses and lawsuits going on but he's still on so you know you know, whatever. Warner Brothers picking and choosing who they're going to fucking get off their movies. Maybe they don't like Johnny Depp. Who knows? Maybe he's too artistic. But to say the least, that is sad that Amber Heard still gets to be in her billion-dollar franchise and get her fucking movie check from Aquaman because she is going to be in that sequel to Aquaman. She has doubled down saying that she's going to be in it. But Wonder Brothers also said that she is going to be in a reduced capacity. So they're going to cut back her Amber scenes and they're going to get another love interest for Arthur Curry, Aquaman, Jason Momoa to be interested in. It might be good. Who knows? They might get a powerful girl. There's other females that they could definitely get in there in the Aquaman franchise comic. But I'm looking forward to talking more about Aquaman. I need to watch that movie again. It's a good one. Aquaman, Wonder Woman, standouts from the DCEU. Billion dollar franchises. I don't know if Wonder Woman made a billion dollars, but fucking billion dollar franchises, both of them. I am going to be talking about Wonder Woman a lot. Trust me. I fucking love when DC does good. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's good. 
I know I say I'm going to be talking about it a lot, but it has to be good for me to talk about it a lot, or else I'm going to be talking a lot of shit about it. Hopefully not. Hopefully Kirsten Wigg is great. Hopefully Pedro Pascal is great. Chris Pine can do no wrong. Gal Gadot can do no wrong. She's gorgeous. Uh, okay. I digress. I digress. But yes, we were talking about Fantastic Beasts. Mads Mikkelsen. I don't know if you know who Mads Mikkelsen is. He's been in a lot. He was in Hannibal, the show. That's how I remember him. He's been in a lot of fucking movies, though. But he is going to replace Johnny Depp on Fantastic Beasts. He is reportedly on set doing work as Grindelwald. But let's see how that goes. There's been numerous occasions where they've replaced the actor mid-franchise. So why should this be any different? We need got to give him a chance and see how it is when it comes out. But, yes, and I have been watching the Christmas favorites. I've been getting fucking horny up in this bitch. Even though it's the beginning of December, I already started. I watched it. Home Alone. Home Alone 2. I watched it already. I watched, um, what was it? Surviving Christmas with Ben Affleck and James Gandolfini. Fucking Sobrano's fame. Bad flick in a corny ass Christmas movie. It was it was alright. I stopped watching it halfway through. It was about a really successful businessman, Ben Affleck. Not really having a family. It doesn't say what happened to his family, or if he even has a family. It kind of leaves that up in the air. And he has a girlfriend who is rich as well. She's bougie. She's bad and bougie. And Ben Affleck asks her if she will go with him to the Bahamas or Fiji for Christmas, and she gets really upset with him, and she tells him... Where is this relationship going? Why don't you want to spend Christmas with your family or my family? And she's really upset with him. And he starts telling her, oh, you're going to be like that. And she goes off on him. And he was like, all right, leave if you're going to be like that. And they break up. So he's sad. And he actually stalks her therapist. And he catches her therapist at the airport. And her therapist jokingly tells him oh you're troubled you have grief from your childhood you need to write down your grievances and say them in front of your childhood home and burn them so you could let them go into the universe and he does that and that's where the story takes off from there and he goes to his childhood home and james gandolfini i believe i'm saying his name right the man mr soprano himself uh, R.I.P., by the way, he's not with us no more. Sees him burning the note in front of his house because his family does not live there anymore. And he doesn't say where his family is, and he doesn't even say if this is his real house. 
it it's it's really weird if you think about it but it's corny because he's so happy about it ben affleck really uh i think he's having fun doing this movie you know as when you look at it you think he's having fun he's smiling and shit he's playing the character to the t and he literally pays this family uh $25,000 to be his family pretend family for the next seven days because it's like a week before christmas and from there chaos ensues and comedic relief and heartwarming christmas shit it was okay you know it was it was on um uh, amazon prime if you're interested surviving christmas ben affleck it, it was definitely worth a christmas watch um i'm looking for those christmas gems i'm trying to find jingle all the way uh deck the halls with matthew broderick and daddy Vito is another one i'm looking for uh fucking i watched harold and kumar a very harold and kumar christmas um it's a very harold and kumar christmas 3d but it wasn't 3d because i fucking don't have a 3d television in my little apartment and i don't even know if you could fucking buy a 3d television anymore um that was uh, a weird time, right? Uh, everything was in 3D. I remember watching, like, Men in Black in 3D. I remember watching, uh, speaking of Harry Potter, I remember watching, like, Harry Potter 6 or 5 in 3D. Uh, I remember watching Wreck-It Ralph in 3D for some reason. There's a lot of fucking shit in 3D. Weird times. I remember watching Green Hornet in 3D. Yeah. 3D was definitely a phase. Now the new entertainment business is streaming. Like I said in my last podcast, the streaming wars have begun. And I'm getting I'm going back to HBO Max. I know I'm fucking saying it a lot, but HBO Max fucking said fuck you. The next 17 movies of our Slate are going to be released on HBO Max day and date. So this is the interesting thing, though. They're going to be released on HBO Max the same day as their domestic release. But after 30 days of being on HBO Max, they're going to go back into the normal distribution plan. They're going to go back into a theatrical run of three months or however long that will be i think it's based off of the movie's performance to how long they're gonna have it in theater or how crowded it is they're gonna go back to the regular plan after 30 days of being on hbo max and then it's gonna get released on vod video on demand for purchase and rental and then after you know three to six months of being on VOD, it might get, come back on hbo max or it might not hbo wonder brothers wonder brothers is the studio they're doing it completely different to what universal is doing universal is doing a release date theatrically then 17 days after being in theaters, 
they are releasing it on video on demand premium purchase for $20 or $25, I believe, to purchase in some cases. That's what they did with Trolls World Tour. Now, Freaky, the Vince Vaughn-led picture, the slasher comedy, it did that. It was in theaters. It came out in theaters uh, late October. And 17 days after that, it premiered on video on demand. I need to watch that. I think I'm going to get it next week. Review coming next week of Freaky. Ah, I don't. I want to do spoiler reviews, but I don't want people to stop watching me because I'm spoiling the fuck out of everything. But if, 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 that might have to be a spoiler review because it seems really entertaining and I fucking love Vince Vaughn. And I want to do callbacks and shit. So, more to come. More to come. I am focused. I'm going to do more podcasts. I appreciate every single one of you listening to me. I fucking love y'all. Y'all be safe. Wash your hands. Stream some shit. Watch a good movie. More to come. Cool face signing off.